You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast with host Rhonda Hess, helping you to choose a smart coaching niche and launch your coaching business with confidence. Hey, coaches. Some time ago, a topic came up in Prosperous Coach Club, and that's my Facebook group for newish coaches. The coach was talking about the challenge of networking with other coaches. And that is a great topic. However, it spurred me to talk about something related, but not exactly the same, which is about partnering with another coach, either in the short or long term. Find the full show notes for this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 120. By the way, for this episode, when I say partner or partnering, that could be anything from partnering on one small project to going all in and building a business together in partnership. So first, I want to own my bias with you. I have always been a bit of a maverick. I have unconventional ideas and I like to be the sole driver of those ideas. I very much enjoy the challenges of running my business driven by my own values and desires. And I want to be able to turn on a dime. I want to be able to make decisions quickly, knowing that it only affects me. For those reasons, I now know I am not a good partner candidate. And you know what? That's okay. But you might be a good partner candidate. By the way, I didn't always know these things about myself. I found this out the hard way, trying to partner with a number of very fine human beings over the years, including, at one point, my husband. And bless us, that was a very challenging time in our marriage, I can tell you. Looking back at it all, I can say that the biggest reason that I floundered in partnerships was a lack of confidence. If I had known my own business well, if I had known my own mind, if I had known my strong wants and what doesn't work for me before I leaped into partnerships, well, you know, hindsight. So if you are risk averse or a conflict avoider, I say to you, you may not be up for partnership until you grow those strengths. And also, when you're a new coach, you are, I would say, more vulnerable to partnership because, you know, building a coaching business can be lonely and overwhelming doing everything yourself. You don't have the automatic colleagues as you do in other jobs to bounce ideas off of, and you don't have the built-in accountability of a supervisor or a team leader. Everything's on you. The, The costs of Building and maintaining all aspects of the business and the workload of marketing and delivering those services, that's on you. And for that reason, many coaches, I think, prematurely reach out to partner with another coach. Some other coach shows up on the scene and suggests collaborating and out of loneliness, you say yes. And on the other hand, I just want to say, trying a partnership at some point in time, whether that's just a small project, which is the way I suggest you start may actually help you grow in lots of ways, of course, through the lessons you learn. There's a lot of value in trial and error. When a coach that I'm working with brings up the idea of collaboration with another coach or an organization or something like that, 
I always throw the red flag out there and I, I just encourage the coach to slow way down and think things through. The first rule of thumb is only partner once you are well established in your own business. Because then you are clear of the value that you deliver. You're clear about who your audience is, what they want, what they need, what's important to them, what are they struggling with. And you're clear about what you're offering and your services. Hopefully, too, you are 100% differentiated from the other coach. See, with that confidence and certainty, you're a lot less likely to enter into a partnership out of desperation and kind of unwittingly jump into a classic trap. So I have for you four big considerations that you should think through before you leap into partnership with another coach. And I just want to say first that finding the right partner at the right time for you is far more important than looking for a helpmate. If a helpmate is what you really need, find a peer coach to just, you know, bounce ideas off of or hire a business coach like me for that role. So the first thing is, are you complementary and compatible? Partnership in business is a lot like marriage. You need to be compatible and complement each other in many different ways in order to weather the difficult times and find joy in the partnership and help each other grow. And ending a partnership can feel very much like a divorce and it can even get ugly. I've seen it happen between two coaches many times. So here's a few questions for that section. Do your coaching niches align but not compete? In episode 119, I talked a lot about competition and why you need to stand out anyway, right? If you and your partner haven't settled on your target audience and niche yet, you are not ready for partnership. Another question is, do you have complementary skills? For example, what if one of you is especially good at writing and the other is especially good at presenting? That's a nice marriage, right? And another question is, do your work styles, do they blend well? You know, if one of you is a consummate workhorse and the other one is a bit of a slacker, that's a deal breaker. See, I've always been a doer and I've partnered with people who don't do. If I had a contract with that person, it would have raised awareness for us both from the get-go. And I wish I had thought of all this before I said yes to many partnerships. But you know, I learned and I'm still here. So the second thing is, do you have aligned vision and values? So here's a question for you. What is your collective vision for the project or business? Does it gel well together or is it jarringly different? You need to notice when you're feeling uncomfortable and ask yourself, what is that about? Because it could be, yeah, about an area where you get to grow, or it could be your intuition saying, pay attention, this is not a good idea. Do you trust each other? Watch if you or they become a yes person. It looks like this. They assert something and you automatically go along to get along or the other way around. It's best to back off if you sense that. Do your business values align? 
Let's say you have high integrity and it's really important to you to demonstrate that in everything that you do, but that's not at all important to your prospective partner. Well, that's a deal breaker. Talk it all through and find out before you get going on a partnership. Can you sense mutual respect? You know, one sign of disrespect is cause for a conversation, but more than one is a strong message that this isn't partnership material. The third section is, do you both stay current and have high standards for communication? Are you two in excellent communication? Have you noticed that the other person communicates verbally and in writing beautifully? Are they clear? Are they too verbose? Do you feel confused or frustrated with emails, texts, and conversations? Do you feel like your time is wasted because the communication just isn't there? And do they or you have a tendency to ghost, you know, to disappear or respond just way too slowly? That's not going to work in partnership. Then the fourth thing is to create a contract with clear responsibilities and boundaries. If everything up till now is looking good for you and this prospective partner and you both agree to move ahead, create a contract, even for a small project. And you may think that's overkill, but believe me, many a partnership would have been saved if a contract had been created. It may not have to be super formal, but at least sit down and write down clear goals, responsibilities, who does what, timelines, and boundaries. But if money is involved in any way, I think it's best to hire a lawyer. I hope that helps you with your future partnerships. Stay inspired and make things happen. I'm so glad you tuned in to Prosperous Coach Podcast. Please share this episode with other coaches. And if you're listening on the iTunes podcast app, review this show. Joel Bass did my theme music. Thanks, Joel.